Algar Productions. Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love the Zeta Project podcast with your hosts, Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 144 Quality Time and On the Wire with Kevin Lynch. Hi, pals. We're uh, we were just talking about how we're nearly through Zeta. I'm Al. I'm Maggie. I'm Flunk. Hooray! Welcome. And, uh, yeah. Uh, I was about to say, and, and things are starting to get resolved, but that's simply not true. I, I don't believe that to be true at all. I do believe that someone looked at the clock over there and was like, um, better wrap up these plot lines, guys. Yeah, network has not called back about a pickup, so, uh, I, I'm, I, I'm still on hold. I actually, um, was reading on the, uh, on our good friends over the DC Wiki, um, mm-hmm. uh, Al, you are Mostly right. Um, the guy who created the show um, quit after this season. Um, oh, and then that's why the show didn't get renewed. DC, oh. DC and Warner Brothers were just like, "All right, well, if he's leaving, who cares?" Okay, I thought there was a whole season without him, but okay, I quit. Good. So does everything else. Yeah. All right. Well, mm-hmm. we weren't going to renew you anyway, so problem solved. <laughs> you, can't, you can't quit. You're fired. Oh. I mean, I I don't know if you heard a couple of weeks ago they did one that was supposed to be another Batman crossover, and they're like, "Yeah, Batman Beyond's not on anymore. We're not going to let you do that." Yeah, we don't need to advertise for Batman anymore, so well, we're not going to sell all the Batman Beyond toys that we didn't make. So, mm-hmm. yep. I, what what kind of a Warner Brothers says? Nah, we won't put Batman in this show. No one's going to watch it. Yeah, it's uh... well, it's better than making a Batman thing and then just throwing it away. Yeah, my microphone cannot stand up to uh, to another rant about that. So, okay, <laughs> it, it's a good microphone and it's worked hard, and I don't want to push it over the edge. <laughs> no, I, I understand completely. Plus, you, you keep doing those mic drops. You know, mm-hmm. which, is, which is not good for the equipment. So. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I suppose we should get on with it. Flunk, why don't you tell us what happens in quality time? Quality time. Don't I? So Bennett is in his office watching a YouTube video that recaps the Zeta Project. That's how he founds out Zeta's dad, Mr. Project, was was really into submarines this week. Bennett's kid Eric comes in looking to go fishing or play catch or something, but Bennett is too busy in his relentless pursuit of justice. Eric pouts for a bit until Bennett comes up with a great idea to take his kid on a work trip. Meanwhile, Roe and Zeta Project happen to be at the same underwater research lab that Bennett was just checking out. Z has all the information they need, but Roe wants to stick around and fuck one of the bank robbers from Point Break. Wait, this is a kid's show. She wants to get finger banged by one of the bank robbers from Point Break. <laughs> of course, Bennett shows up and passes his kid off to Roe's date so he can get to work. Neither Roe nor Eric are happy about this. They get into the world's largest submarine and start fighting over who gets to ride shotgun. Brody tries to impress them and instead dies and strands the sub at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> Bennett and Z team up to save their respective families. Zeta even puts his own life on the line to save Bennett and Eric. And now that Bennett has seen firsthand that Zeta is not a killer, I'm sure he'll be more understanding of his plight. Now I'll just take a big sip of coffee and start the next episode. <laughs> yep. Not not only that, but we're doing these in a strange order, which I think is the air order. I, I went by a list from mm-hmm. Wikipedia. So the the next episode is actually six further episodes along, so he should be even more sympathetic by that yeah, point. Yeah, he's he's yeah, exactly. Uh, 
So like, I hate that. I, has us working together meant that like you're gonna be more like you, you understand that I'm like uh, uh, Maggie, you're putting to too much emotion anybody. into it. Oh, excuse me, you're tr- you are understanding that I am not trying that I am not trying to hurt anybody. No, I think I'm actually gonna work harder to kill you. Oh, my favorite thing was Bennett at the end telling his kid, "I think I'll take the rest of the weekend off." Mm-hmm. The rest oh, of really? the weekend. <laughs> You're going to take yeah. Sunday night off. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Jeez, wow, thank, Dad. Thanks, Dad. Our relationship is really turning a corner. Hey, that's uh, that's uh, that's quite a, um, you know, that's great that's, for him. That's some Mr. Scrooge is letting me have half a day on Christmas. Uh-huh. Shit wow, there. four Jesus whole Christ. hours. Thanks, yeah. Dad. <laughs> the rest of the weekend. Mm-hmm. <sighs> now, if you go finish your homework, you know, whatever time is left, we can spend mm-hmm. together. Golly. <sighs> The kid's uh, animation model seems to have been drawn with a permanent frown, which I kind of like. I mean, yeah, that's the character. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I, I like it just looks like his face is made to be sad. Like, I don't <clears throat> know how they made it do anything else. I mean, look at that kid's home life. It's just, yeah. what, you didn't, what, you didn't enjoy the car ride over? <laughs> he says that. <laughs> he does. He sure does. Oh, my God. Just insane. Who, I, uh, Flunk? I can't believe that wasn't your quote. I, I, I really like the uh, <laughs> the row quote. I, well, let, I mean, let's, it was since, good, since we're so, talking about yeah. it, let's let's just throw that in there here. Now. You know my dad? Sort of. We're not exactly social. You're the one he's after. Not the main course. I'm more like the side dish for aiding and abetting a federal fugitive. The fugitive is my friend. Runaway robot your dad's after. Bet you see my dad more than I do. Sorry, I just, I just, you didn't enjoy the car ride over. That is such divorced dad energy. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't, we, on we, this, I should know. We never see Mrs. Bennett. No. Yeah, that's a good point. Now sit in the car for six hours while I do work. Mm-hmm. Or talk to my friends at the trophy store. <laughs> Uh, okay, we're getting I a little mean, uh, getting a little specific now. I mean, what? I mean, the robot hunting store. Uh huh. Bennett just sitting at home reading people's emails, and I was like, "What a dystopian!" Wait, the NS, the real NSA just does that. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> they're doing that right now. I mean, but they were also doing it when this episode aired in two thousand two. Sure. You know. Ugh. Any hoodle. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Flunk, what do you got for a good thing? Um, I just like the way Zeta Project's mouth moves. Sure. All right. His He's whole got a real bop, bop, bop puppet thing going on. Yeah, his whole face mm-hmm. is like a door, and it just like, yeah. goes up and down when he talks, and it's fun. Mm-hmm. I, I've i said this many times, but Zeta's face is like th- two dots and a couple of lines, and mm-hmm. they managed to get a lot of expression out of it, like legit. Yeah. I don't know how they do it. We have talked about this so many times, but when his eyes flip open and he is a sad robot... Amazing. Yeah. That's all incredible they do is, acting. All they do is like three quarter rotates so that yep. they're in the sad position. That's it. Also, I love these like, entering sad mode. Yep. It's like Crichton, but less uh, mm-hmm. less tedious. <laughs> Smug mode. No, he is he is a good design. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, Maggie, what do you got? Uh, let's see. I really like the inclusion of Bennett's kid in this one. Like, that's an interesting side of the character I've never seen before. And also, I really enjoyed him hanging out with Roe. Really? Uh, the, 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 he, he was just fun, honestly. Yeah, I know. Okay. I, I like I the kid. I, I found like, him sympathetic, but I didn't find him especially interesting. I, and I like just, 
you learn so much about Bennett from uh, from this kid just being around. Yeah, and what you is learn true. is again divorce dad energy. <laughs> well, this was supposedly the season where they started making the NSA more sympathetic. Sure, making him a family man was not a bad move, but it feels like the writers were like, "No, he's the bad guy." Okay, he's a family man, but he's really, really bad at it. Uh huh. Yeah. I this love, will get the network off our backs. I love my family. Do you? Yes. How many kids well. do you have? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not father good. of the year over here. No one said that. <laughs> uh, but your bad thing kind of kind of ties into that. Yeah. Um. So this is the first time ever, and will be the fir- the be the last time. Also, I will make it Probably. my business. Uh, <laughs> this is the first time I have uh, not liked Rose. She gets uh, real petulant when uh, James sh- shows up. Like, not just to him, but also to Sub Boy, who she's clearly trying to fuck. Whatever his name was, is it Brody? See, I Maybe. I liked that. He had because yeah, uh, okay. he he had a name, but I also noticed that Ro never called him by his name, so I don't think she cared. So she called mm-hmm. him what's his name at one point. Mm-hmm. The, the she was there actually, for one thing and one thing only. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's why I liked that bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Because she had a real look. There is no romantic energy between me and this robot. And I am, I mean, she's what, 17, something yeah, like that? Yeah, Like, she's, she, she doesn't date. Like, she she wants a little action. Nothing wrong with that. Trying to and, get to uh, second base with Subboy over here. And this little, this little cock blocker just jumps into the little uh, sub. Like, I, I look, I completely get it. I, I, I did like, too, that, you know, he didn't want to be there. She didn't want him there. And so that mm-hmm. kind oh, of yeah. became a little bit of a thing. But no, there was, not a, there was a very good there's a very good shot where they're but they've both got their arms crossed the, yep. like across their chests and like hmm and it's it's pretty funny. Hey look a fish. Who cares? I like that uh whatever the kid's name is Subway. legit. I I don't think does that make Row the Dom then? Yeah. I think that's how that works. Okay. Yeah. Um I mean yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> I don't think he was taking her down there to make out. I think he l- was legit wanted to show her coral reefs and stuff because mm-hmm. yeah, he's not upset that the kid's there, mm-hmm. and he's like, "No, guys, look the splendor of the ocean!" Like he's real excited about it. I kind of like that. Hey, it's a regular he's not, James Cameron. Uh huh. He's well, but he's not trying to fuck Ro. He really wants to take her down there to show her. Like it wasn't an excuse. It yeah, like, no, exactly. James Cameron. No, I want to show you the ocean. Movies. He just wants yeah. to look at the ocean. Yeah, and get a billion dollars while doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, look, if you couldn't look at the ocean or look at the ocean and make a billion dollars, what are you going to do? Yeah, that's fair. I thought that they were going for, um, there's a Sopranos episode. It's like, it's in the first season. It's like episode six or something. It's um, uh, where Tony's taking his daughter to look at colleges. And while he's doing that, he finds, he, mm. he just happens upon a guy in the uh, witness protection program. Mm-hmm. So the whole time he's with his daughter, he's scoping this guy out, trying to figure out where he is, what he's doing, how to kill him, mm-hmm. and pretend pretending like to his daughter that, no, no, I'm not in the mafia. This is all fine. You just <laughs> go over there, and I'll be back in a few minutes. Settle, settle, settle down. Daddy's got to go kill this guy just real quick. I, it was the first genuinely great episode of the show, and mm-hmm. I, I thought that I this episode would have been better if they'd done that, if Bennett would have sort of pretended to be interested <laughs> in his kid while secretly doing NSA stuff behind his back. No, well, yeah, look, yeah, no. I'm, <laughs> Bennett had I'm no real- interest in anything nope. other than yeah why don't you come with me to this government facility you want to just go and kick rocks on the beach 
Yeah, no, look, I'm real excited to get to spend time with you. Now, I just got to run to the trophy shop just for a quick second. <laughs> Let's go rent some uh, some horrible Nintendo games. That's mm-hmm. a thing I know about your divorce, Dad. Yep, yep. Well, that was a good part. <laughs> oh, all right. Hey, you want to play uh, Wall Street Kid? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, no one does. Nobody does. Mm-hmm. Even the playtesters for Wall Street Kid. Yep. I, I just picture him looking at the uh, at the diving thing and going, hmm, if he goes under the water, I wouldn't hear him at all. Yeah. Perfect. This solves a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll be back in, uh, what, four to six hours? Uh, yeah, I should have caught a robot by then. Mm-hmm. Uh, my good thing. Um, so the diving thing is stuck. The driver's unconscious. Mm-hmm. The thing starts taking on water, which means almost certain death, and Roe just deadpan says ah crud yep this is um this is not 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 even her first time being trapped in a uh, sinking submarine at this point yeah that's true Mm -hmm. i just i continue you know once again on paper that's nothing yep but given given the stakes yeah and her reaction is just very good her her voice actor is just incredible yeah yeah she's really good yeah yeah and she's done almost nothing else i know it's insane uh, it's like, I, w- I would really like to uh, follow your career, girl whose mm-hmm. name I can never remember. The mm-hmm. kid I saw was in, like, a bunch of, like, Shreks and stuff, but hasn't done anything mm. in 10 years. <laughs> in, a in a bunch, a of, bunch Shreks. of Shreks. And stuff. Yeah, you know, one of them Shreks. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, you know, somebody once told me those are good movies, but I've never I them. won the first ever Best Animated Film Oscar. Uh-huh. They had to invent it to give to Shrek. Uh, okay, but... You know who won the first heavy best heavy metal Grammy? Jethro mm. Tull. All right. Like awards don't mean shit. <laughs> oh, I'm very excited to accept this award for best animated feature. <laughs> you think he went like, up there in like a Shrek costume? I know he went up there in a Shrek costume. I know how Mike Myers works. Okay. Have you seen um, when Regis Philbin went on Letterman dressed as Shrek? <laughs> yes. Um, what? <laughs> he basically. <laughs> loses the bit after like 10 seconds and he's I'm just not. sitting there annoyed dressed as Shrek it's, what is he he's like it took them 6 hours to put me in this makeup yep <laughs> I can't believe you haven't seen that that Al I thought you, aren't you a Letterman guy uh yeah but the era you're talking about I wasn't so much into Fair. Like, his, like his stuff in the 80s look this up it's short hmm. yeah, yeah no, I remember like, like a minute so yeah, I remember he and Regis had some good uh, some good chemistry. I mm-hmm. just when he got to CBS, he stopped trying. Sure, it's like ah, I got uh, I don't know big movie star on. Who fucking cares? Give me yeah. my check. <laughs> It'd be easier if they let me go look at the ocean. Mm-hmm. I mean, the ocean's uh, right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Where's my billion dollars? <laughs> Let's see what else. Uh, well, I suppose we should do bad things. Flonk, what do you got? Uh, they sure do repeat the premise of the show a lot, don't they? Mm-hmm. Four times mm-hmm. in this episode. Now, that, are you uh, counting the opening credits? I am, actually. Yeah. Okay. Even still, still, three in the story yeah. is well, too many. I, even a crazy ADD kid, like, can still kind of grasp the concept. Yeah. You don't need to keep on saying it over and over again. The thing is, I'm fine with them having it in the credits, you know, like yeah, that exactly. was pretty that common sense. back then. It's just like, hey, uh, and also we got to watch out for this guy Here's or whatever. Here's the story of a uh-huh. name's Ada. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's time on Gilligan's Island. 
And the rest. And the rest. Wait, and the West. What's <laughs> uh, this no, and the West crap? I, um... Uh, the the uh, the recap they had at the beginning was like very very clumsy. Like mm-hmm. it was um, Lauren Tom doing her best sort of automated voice, but it, it was just like it, Bennett it knows all of this. Literally yeah, was I... him like going like top ten Zeta project moments on YouTube. Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, at one point it said like he's he's uh, trying to find Doctor Selig, and it's like wait does Bennett know that? Mm-hmm. I didn't realize he knew that part. I mean, like, you're at the point where you could basically have him, like, know anything and it, whatever, you know? Yeah, I suppose. Knows that he's looking for Dr. Selleck, doesn't know what Roe looks like, whatever, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Doesn't know he can disguise himself as different things. Oh, hey, that guy. (laughs) Hmm. There goes a guy and a slightly shorter guy. Probably not worth looking at. Nah, I won't turn my head. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm not done berating my son. (laughs) <laughs> Dumbass. My bad thing. Well, I got, huh? I got two. One is very, very minor, which is at one point Roe refers to the kid as a twerp and uh, it was a real missed opportunity not to use the Batman Beyond style twip. Mm-hmm. But uh, she does remember it in the next episode. So that's that's nothing. But but my actual bad thing is not from the show. It's from the DCAU wiki. Let me read this to you, please. <clears throat> Zeta's escape is said to be August 5th, 2041. In the Batman Beyond episode Zeta, this event is said to be six days ago, thus placing Zeta's fight with the NSA at Hamilton Hill High School in that episode on August 11th, 2041. That will be a Sunday and during the summer. Not a likely day for classes. (sighs) In the future, (laughs) echo, echo, Uh uh, classes are on, on the weekends and in the summer. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Maybe maybe constant budget cuts mean that there's only one school for all of Gotham and some kids just have to go in the summer. I mean, yeah, exactly. I've uh, I've been playing a lot of Japanese video, <clears throat> video games. Terry's kind of a screw and... up kid anyway. He probably goes to summer school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, almost certainly. How does this tie to Japanese video games? I've been playing a lot of Japanese video games and they have school on Saturdays, so I don't know. It's not impossible. Well, a lot of the the Neo Gotham was definitely inspired by Japanese stuff. Yeah, so absolutely. Yeah, that tracks. Yeah. yeah. Take that, DC Wiki. Or, as one of you pointed out, maybe future Julius Caesar change the calendar. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. It's the DC universe. Weird shit happens all the time. Yeah. The, maybe, was president. Maybe yeah. uh, the, the uh, Superboy punched time and then now school is on Sundays. <laughs> what a stupid thing. What? How would you, Where did you even pull that from? What a, what a dumb thing. Superboy, please stop punching time. No! Mm-hmm. Now reality's different. <laughs> or, also, you know, um, oh, go ahead. No, no, this, we, we get to it in a sec. Oh, I was just going to say, or, you know, the Justice League probably handled 50 different times where people move the earth or the yep. sun or something so that the days probably changed a little bit. Yeah, so. Superman had to hide the earth like behind Mars to avoid an alien invasion. <laughs> and so now we have like the days are all fucked up or something. Yeah, yeah and so, yeah, we lost three days somewhere. And, uh, yeah. Superman just told the entire planet, just duck down and pretend we're not home and they'll go uh-huh. away. <laughs> Everyone turn off your lights. <laughs> Dark side's of... ringing the doorbell. Everybody hide. <laughs> that just reminds me of the, there was a weekly world news thing that said everyone in China was going to jump up at the, in the into the air at the same time and throw the earth out of orbit. <laughs> I'm sad that that never happened. They got, no, they got one too. wrong. Uh, weekly world news. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Still haven't found Bat Boy. I've been listening to Bat Boy the musical a lot lately. <laughs> it's a very what, good what, show. What, what is that? It's it's just a very good show. Oh, okay. I mean, that's been around for a long time. They did that in the nineties, like mm. on on stage. I think. Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah. Um. Yep. This also places. Uh, I guess we now know what year Batman Beyond takes place in, thanks to this. I think they committed to that before, actually, but they only did it like once. So, but also, I still prefer it to just be set in the year two thousand. Yep. Yeah, no yeah. That's it's one of those Star Trek things where like don't think about the timeline too much, especially yeah, no. as we are careening toward it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's but like, you see now, now Soong created Khan, so it's, uh, it's fine. Uh, my world weary sigh isn't world weary enough. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait for that trash fire. I think next week it starts. Uh, two weeks. Oh God, is it really? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I'm gonna have to watch that in real time, like an idiot. Hmm. And it's gonna be a few years before we get to tell everyone how terrible it is. Uh huh. It's gonna be so bad. I can't wait. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh God. All right. Anything else about this one? No. Although I am now frantically looking when Strange New Worlds comes back. Mm, not soon. That's not for a while, Good. yeah. Ah. They, got a, they got a good comic out right now. Oh, that I'll check out. Uh, anything else? Uh, I don't no? think so. Look at my notes here. All right. Well, I'll look at your notes, but now I'll look at my <laughs> notes. All right. On to On the Wire. Well, the show's been around for about 20 episodes now, and we all know what that means. Time to have the bad guys chase our heroes through a Comic-Con and take a bunch of cheap shots of fat nerds. I suppose it's a little different this time, as it's a Comic-Con of the future. Did you know that in the grim dystopia depicted in this show and Batman Beyond, motion comics actually took off and are taken seriously by the fan community? Easily the least plausible thing they've expected us to believe so far. Also, Roe disguises herself as a superhero named Squirrel Girl, and it's frankly stunning that I'm watching a recent copy of this 20 years later and she's still called Squirrel Girl. Fun side fact, did you know that British people don't realize Squirrel Girl is supposed to rhyme because they say Squirrel Go? (laughs) Then the writers use up their tight five on sweaty convention losers and pivot to the next arbitrary plot point, Roe's brother. Oh, right, that's still a thing. But how could we possibly connect this seemingly unrelated thing to what's happening right now? Well, listeners, let's play a fun little game. I'm going to ask you to pause the podcast and think of a way to make that transition. Ready? Go. Okay, so now take a look at what you came up with and ask yourself if it's better than Bucky calls Z and Roe on a payphone they happen to be passing by and says, Oh, by the way, I found your brother. I realize this is a one-way medium and you have no way of telling me your idea is better, but I can say with confidence that it was definitely better. So, good job. Roe's brother, it turns out, is a journalist. And it takes about 30 seconds for the show to zoom out and introduce us to Rose Brothers' editor, who is an amoral, opportunistic piece of shit. I was going to use this to go on a whole sub-rant about the DCAU's attitude toward journalists, but then I remembered an entire series was set in and around a newspaper office, and all of those people were actually pretty great, so I'll just shut up about that now. Rose Brother arranges a meeting with Roe, and Rose Brothers' editor immediately calls, oh no, it's Bennett, to get the scoop, and or just to generally be a narc. Of the future. Rose brother finds himself in a situation where he has to choose between loyalty to a family member he doesn't know very well or helping in the capture of Zeta, which is a conflict we haven't seen play out since that one episode we were just talking about. (laughs) Then, oh no, it's Bennett chases Zeta across the top of the Golden Gate Bridge, giving us our title on the wire. Then Rose brother helps Roe and Z escape and returns to print media, which is somehow still relevant in the 2040s. But remember, this is a world in which motion comics are still a thing, so what the fuck do I know? (laughs) (laughs) What is he? He calls it like word journalism or something. Yep. 
uh, text-based journalism. Text-based. That's yeah. Come on, shut up. Sorry, we're pivoting to video. Oh God. Well, there's no Mark Zuckerberg in this world. Oh, thank God for that. Like I don't Lex think these Luther guys are still a better billionaire. Yeah, well, that is oh, true. Lex Luthor is Mark Zuckerberg, so there's also that. Mm. Oh God, that's true. I mean, it depends on the version. There's the one where he drinks a jar of pee for some reason. That's him. Yep. Yeah. Well, the very same. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, What's uh, Lex Luthor's insidious plot this week? Well, uh, he pissed in a jar until it was full and then blew up Holly Hunter. No, but he drank the pee in front of Congress. <laughs> Did he? No, she drank I the pee. Wa- yeah, no. Oh, I see. Okay. It's such a great right, movie. Well, it's it's a, it's it, a real it, visionary director movie that we need to still be talking about 10 years later. Somehow still talking about this. I see so many people getting angry that they're mm-hmm. basically wiping that universe out to start again. But like, that is the experience of reading DC Comics, yeah. my friend. Yeah, that's how comics work. Henry right? Cavill Sorry. punched time and now we have a different movie series. <laughs> But especially DC, Marvel usually holds on to some key things. Yeah, DC, yeah, yeah. like, wipes the slate clean every five years. D- DC, well, it's been about 15 minutes. We should probably uh, show everyone Batman's origin again, right? Remember that one time we did this in the 80s after after 40 or 50 years of this? Let's just keep doing it every five years now. Oh, that's, uh, you figured out how DC, uh, as an entity, has worked for the last 50 years. <laughs> yes, I, I have. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't read their comics. Mm-hmm. I can't get invested in anything because next week it'll be gone. Yep. Just like uh, just like Warner Brothers TV stuff, actually, weirdly. Huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Odd that. Yeah. I, I, weird I how feel it always weird. comes back to that. I was about to say that, and then I was like, but we are talking about Warner Brothers shows that were available on streaming and now aren't, so I feel yep. like it's relevant on this show. Mm-hmm. 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 I mean, no one's going to be able to watch Justice League along with us on a streaming service. It's terrible. <sighs> I can't believe mm. Yeah. Yeah, I was, swear to God, a, this was a good idea when we started. Well, that was the whole mm-hmm. point of the stupid DC Universe app, which, yeah, which you know, rightly got on. shut down. Because, oh, yeah. here it goes again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then everything got folded into the... Uh, it's so dumb. Yeah, if you, so uh, dumb. if you subscribe to DC Universe, you'll get access to all the DC Universe TV shows. And we have tons of them. Actually, no, um, it's cheaper if you don't have access to anything. Yep. Cheaper for us, not you. Cheaper for us. Give us keep giving us twelve dollars a month. Actually we mm-hmm. bumped it up to thirteen. But um, you know, you can watch I don't know, whatever one show we haven't canceled yet. Mm-hmm. Oh god, I'm so angry. I mean, you're right to be. My poor microphone. Mm-hmm. Didn't ask for this. <clears throat> uh so uh good thing. It's long. All right, so there's a chase scene with the San Francisco trolleys because, you know, what else are you going to do in San Francisco? Have a chase on the Golden Gate Bridge. Um, but the uh, the trolley's driver bot looks like some dumbass robot you would see at Disney, and I love him. That guy rules, and also he's barely a guy. It's like a, it's like someone put a head on a mop and then just uh, the trolleys what just it, go like normal. It looked to me like the Futurama guys wanted to make live action thing, and so they went to the Henson guys to make some robots. Yes. <laughs> Because it has a real Muppet look to yeah, it. Yeah, it has yeah. like big googly eyes and like a flappy mouth. And he doesn't mm-hmm. do anything other than just stand there. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, he's delightful. I saw this. I saw your good thing in there before I watched the episode. I'm like, okay, I'll have to look out for this robot. I'm like, I didn't need to make that mental note. No. There is no, there is no missing that guy. Nope. Yep. The, the bit where like West has to go turn it off. <laughs> and he just like he just looks at it for a second, like yeah, like he tries uh, to talk to it, but I'm pretty sure it's just a decorative robot. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's probably all run by computer, but people are unsettled by that, so they put a humanoid thing in the in the yep. driver's seat. Yeah. Uh, rush. Yeah, but he says, I can handle this, and he pulls out his badge and says, Federal agent, stop the trolley, and the robot does nothing. He, like, it's, it's what did like, you think? It's like he did it to an empty chair. Yeah. But like uh. the, the bit where he un, like he, he rips out all the plugs on the side and the thing instantly smashes, which mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, but obviously also, you're you're breaking the, the steering wheel, like but mm-hmm. like we cut away and then we cut back and he's just completely twisted up in wires. Yep. I mean that's that's uh that's West. It's like, okay, I understand the the trolley crashing. That makes sense. This one's all on you, buddy. Yeah, you're you're suddenly cu- you're you're all twisted up in wires. Your foot is in a pumpkin. Like what ha- what happened? <laughs> <laughs> they gave me the trolley problem and somehow I hit everybody on both tracks. <laughs> so Flunk, you you've been listening to us, but have you been watching the show? I uh, no. It, it, like you said it's I not available yeah. in streaming. So, yeah, how would you know? Yeah. I'm not going well, I'm not going to pay for this one. In this in this unique case, he could go to his brother's house cuz his brother, not Brian, the other brother. Oh uh, yeah, bought yeah, the DVDs true. because of us. Oh yeah, weird. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, it's uh I I I asked this, I'm curious is West as stupid as we have portrayed him? Like, is well, I didn't live up to his. I didn't know at the or? at the beginning of the episode that they were guys. Um, I uh-huh. thought that this was an excuse not to uh, to 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 pay. Um, uh, oh no, it's Bennett oh, for Rosenbaum. an episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, but then they started talking, and then it turned out, yeah, yeah. Then I realized who they were. Mm-hmm. But I mean, have we been have we been misrepresenting? Oh, no, stupid West, not at all. Okay. Okay. I like, is so. it like he literally like he 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 pulls the robot's arm off and then you cut mm-hmm. away and you cut back and he is just completely tangled. Yep. Mm-hmm. And and the cut cut covers what five seconds? Yeah, yeah exactly. no, it just goes back and like into like, to, to like a reaction shot of, of yeah. Roman yeah. Zeta and then back to him. Yeah. There's a bucket on his head. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> someone's already painted a face on the bucket. <laughs> And now people can't tell the difference between him and the robot. Nope. Some woman hitting him with a broom. Well, I mean, he's got that coming. This is also, I mean, this is my good thing. Um, Towards the end of the episode, as everything's sort of falling apart, there's mm-hmm. a bunch of cross, there's a bunch of crosstalk of like, where'd they go? Look out. And you hear, mm-hmm. you can hear West in the background going, it's not my fault. And that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really yeah, That was very good. Uh, My good thing is, mm-hmm. um, Zeta picks up at one of the tourist spots, uh, stops. He picks up a snow globe and he's just looking at it and he's fascinated by it. And mm-hmm. I'm genuinely a sucker for when they write him like this naive child who just like this because he, he doesn't go on about it. Like, no, I always hate when they make him season one data and they didn't do that. It's just a moment where he's looking at it and going, isn't this beautiful? Well, and Rogo's no. <laughs> he, he doesn't it. go on about it, but it also keeps coming back, but not not in a yeah. bad way. Like he just right. every once in a while, he's just sitting there playing with the snow globe. Yeah, it's like well, Ro doesn't appreciate it, but I do. I, I just like again, there's that clumsy way they don't do it very often, mm-hmm. where uh, that that uh, season one data thing, where it's just like I will talk about this for the entire episode, and the the, the principles I discuss will be, be part of the main yep. plot. We're dealing. No, mm-hmm. no, it's not that at all. Data, somehow this planet's been trapped in a giant snow globe. Ooh, I know. We can turn it upside down. (laughs) You fool, that'll just activate the snow. (laughs) Isn't it beautiful? 
No, I just I I do like that is the upside of mm-hmm. the of the voice that uh, Diedrich Bader does is like yes. that's the one emotion he does have is that childlike wonder. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty also, good. I also really like the bit where he's holding it up to the Golden Gate Bridge and he sort of flips it over. Mm-hmm. It's almost poetic for this show. Almost. Almost. Um, Roe, I'm certain, is the only one who says the name of the bridge out loud, and she says Golden Bay Bridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did they, were they not able to get the rights? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they had Squirrel Girl, for fuck's sake. Yeah, uh-huh. and Bucky. Who, who existed yeah, back true. then? Yeah, existed, but I, it was not as high profile as she oh, is Oh, absolutely not, but she she was a copyrighted Marvel character. Yeah. Steve Ditko invented her, for God's sake. Yeah, I know. I, I I don't know. I've read when I look up the, the voice actor, um, it says her two credits in the DCAU are Roe and Squirrel Girl. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, that can't be right. Yep. And now I, now that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, She'd be a good voice it, for Squirrel it, Girl. It, it isn't right because yeah. she's playing Roe dressed up as Squirrel Girl. No, yeah. no, no. No, they showed a clip from the show. Oh, uh, right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, you know, she doesn't have much range. It was just her voice, but still. Hey, well, yeah, I really be... like your school goal costume. <laughs> school goal. My school goal costume. That's how I feel when I try to say it. Uh-huh. Walks modeling walks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Rose Brother, his animation model is just me in 2002. Boy, it sure is. Uh, your beard was better. <laughs> well, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, you know. Garbage. I just, yeah. Oh, Al's here. Good. Mm-hmm. No, the, the, this happens a lot in these shows because they, I don't know, red hair and a goatee. They're done. Mm-hmm. That's a character, right? Just another red-headed rapscallion. Mm-hmm. Rapscallowag, I think mm-hmm. you'll find. Yep. Uh, he was uh, actually voiced by a dude named Lucas Haas, and I only know him because he was the weird yeah. kid in Mars Attacks. Oh. <laughs> the one at the end who says, I think we should all live in teepees. <laughs> Oh, I should watch Mars Attacks again. You should watch was, Mars Attacks again. It was a fun movie. It was good. Yeah. Also, good movie. Uh, Rose Brothers editor was played by Charles Kimbrough, who was Jim on Murphy Brown. This is mm-hmm. this fact is entirely for Devlin. <laughs> Murphy Brown is like their favorite show. No, Murphy Brown rules. Again, I haven't seen it in in years, but uh, yeah, I, I haven't seen it in ruling. thirty years. I liked it at the time, but yeah, mm-hmm. no, I wasn't going to go all Brian on you. That's it. Just one sentence. Yep. Um, let's see. Bad things. Uh, Flunk. Really nerdy comic book fan jokes. Oh, yeah. Know your audience show. I mean, like I said in my summary, this is not the first time. Nope. In no, fact, they love uh, this shit. Static did it a bunch because the main character was a comic book nerd. Yeah. So he and Richie were at the comic shop a lot. I feel like they went to a con at one point. They did. Yeah. And then uh, it's uh, just, uh, Brave and the Bold did it. Good. It wasn't just the the, you know overweight people in ill-fitting costumes and then mm-hmm. you know then the, the mm-hmm. sword guy shows up and it's oh, okay all well, right we actually get it. Ac- actually that one's my quote i'm gonna just go ahead and play that here i need your sword it is not a sword it is a lithic and battle blade forged in the fiery pits of <laughs> whatever and okay you're right you're absolutely right but on the other hand shut up sword guys yeah seriously mm, that's fair. like i was i was 50 50 on that one mm-hmm also, Diedrich Bader's delivery of it is very good. Yes. It's because they gave him even a moment to stretch. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But uh, no, the rest of it was absolutely. Um, actually, I think you'll find. Okay, stop it. I think you'll find. Shut up. 
Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're right. All of them are fat. It's, mm-hmm. just, uh, it's so tedious. just the, the the long cuts of like, and then there's more yeah. in the background. And just fuck off. Mm-hmm. Take that, the hand that feeds us. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Maggie, what was your bad thing? Yeah, so fucking Casey Rowan out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, we have been building to this point for the entire season, and then the guy just wanders in because Bucky found him. What are you mm-hmm. doing? Like, the, uh, look, the, this show goes back and forth from when it's like rich continuity or just like the fourth Batman spinoff. You know, like I, I will say, Row looking for her family always just sort of gets crammed in. Like it, it does. It never, yeah, they are like, oh right, this is a thing. But, like, it really feels like they looked at the clock and were like, oh, crap, we're canceled in, like, three episodes. We better bring back Rose's brother. Mm-hmm. And this, Who, yeah, by the way, I don't believe looks at all like his photo from when he showed up, like, a season ago. I'm pretty sure he was blonde. Well, I mean, people's uh, hair color changes. The I, photo I, she has in this episode is red, so. Mm. Well, that's an easy fix. Yeah. They redconned it. Mm-hmm. They did redcon it. Terrible. Project Redcon. Uh huh. Uh, I do like they were talking about their grandparents, and uh, Rose says what happened to them, and he says uh, they were old. And the implication is that they died of old age, but I'm yep. pretty sure it was a Logan's Run situation. <laughs> <laughs> their gem just started beeping. Mm-hmm. They're old, which means mm-hmm. they got killed. Come on, yeah, that's what we do in the future. You know that the only the only surviving old person is Bruce Wayne. Mm hmm. And that guy, look, the robots come for him every couple of years, but then he just beats them off with his cane. So yeah, seriously. I don't I don't mean beats them off. I, mean, I had to beat off 50 robots. Mm-hmm. Uh, my bad thing. Uh, so when Rose Brothers editor pulls up the NSA file on Z and Row, there's some really bad lore and Ipsum text on the screen. Oh, which yeah. It's a look. If you show it for a split second and cut away, who cares? But then they do a close up and hold on the image for the commercial break. And it's like, come on, we can read that. At least put a headline Make- there or something. Like, Yeah, seriously. But, you know, the episode was written by people who wrote a script. You can't write a paragraph of text to go on a on the display. It's I not mean, that hard. Like, that's the like. Well, I'm but, yeah, but then you got to using- send it to creatively animated. And- mm-hmm. I don't know if, if you. I guess so. I don't know. They make like individual signs all the time. That is true. Like in the background, there's, you know, and and something I always look for because it's always funny to me when signs get misspelled is that they haven't in these shows, actually. Mm-hmm. There isn't a lot of like, uh, like on Venture Brothers, they had the poster up that said encouragement for yep. years. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, on one of the uh, one of the clerks commentaries, they talk about having to. Uh, to send uh, animation back like ten times because like a sign in the background was misspelled, mm-hmm. and it yeah. So I, I I don't blame them for taking the the easy route, but like you said, yeah. then then right. don't don't do a close up on it. Yeah, or just close up on the photos and not the text. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, let's see what else. So, so my notes here, I when you guys were describing Bucky, I imagined yeah. like some cool teen who keeps on hitting on Row, but no, he's like. 12 like he is 12 and i wish he were dead yeah the thing is i hate him so much i they've softened him a little because now he's their friend and again yeah we no evidence found but i guess he's their friend but now that he's friendly the only interesting thing about him he was a little sinister and he was a kid Mm -hmm. that's gone he's just he's just a shitty kid yeah terrible and he's wearing like a real awful jumpsuit now. 
I don't know if he well, was always wearing that. What's well, to make up for Rose's incredible jumpsuit? Yeah, uh, well, all right, that's fair. Mm-hmm. You only have a certain amount of jumpsuit quality per animated episode, so like if you've got a really good jumpsuit, you have to have a really bad jumpsuit. It just the note that I took is like he looks like another member of that Burger King Kids Club that Gear is also part of. <laughs> oh boy, he sure did. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, so do you guys know, does the Golden Gate Bridge actually have observation areas? I feel like they I have enough problems with people jumping it. off. Yeah. No, I, th- I think they, d- I thought they did. I mean, I've been on it, but I, I didn't go as a tourist. I was driving yeah. across it. Sure. You're reenacting so. the opening of Full House. Uh, yes. I certainly wasn't driving from not San Francisco into San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, th- I thought there was, but that's not a that's not a bad future thing to put there. I guess that's true. Like this I was is just a thinking about it. like there's a whole. Uh, it does not, as far as I can tell. Yeah, hmm? there's a whole okay. like documentary about people jumping off the Golden Gate Bridge. It feels weird that they would make that easier. Well, I mean, if you put, I mean, uh, like you can yeah, go up the Space Needle too, but you you enclose it so people can't jump off. Hey, yeah, yeah, it's the future. Yeah. You put a bunch of force fields or something up there. All right. Yeah. I'll Even take a flash field explanation. <laughs> Ooh. Well, they Ooh, should do glass the, dome. It is the future. It should be like in Star Trek where the Golden Gate Bridge is a big solar farm. Yep. I well, love that the Golden so Gate Bridge much. needs to be front and center no matter what. Like mm-hmm. that's that's what I remember from Star Trek. Where where does the solar farm thing come from? Uh, anytime in in the recent series, whenever they do a, a establish out of San Francisco, all you see a bunch of solar panels on the on the yeah. bridge. There's, oh, because there's yeah, no cars. Again, I noticed that. It's yeah. really cool. You have transporters. So you don't need cars anymore. So yeah. I bet that's what Rod from Birdemic, like he was in San Francisco. I bet he sold mm. them the solar house. Of course. Somebody's going to get that. Not me. Um, that's all right. I have seen uh, that, so I should, but. Uh. Uh, you, you you watched it once years ago. It's, mm-hmm. you know. um, I, speaking of Star Trek, the, the previous episode just reminded me, oh, well, they got in a shuttle, so of course the shuttle crashed. Yep. Absolutely. That's how it works. You can't just get in a shuttle. The, yeah. uh, the helicopters in this episode, too, had like warp cells on them. Huh. That's so they could get to warp. Yeah, obviously. Mm-hmm. Don't you know how helicopters work? Yeah, apparently not. I mean, that's that's a welcome change from most of the vehicles on the show being obvious recolors of the Planet Express ship. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the plane that they took to San Francisco was just a rocket ship. It sure mm-hmm. was. They they talked about that at one point, though. Like, that was a that's a thing. Like, rocket... Mm. Uh, uh, they're not called rocket planes. They have a slightly better name than that. Rock but planes. I don't remember. No, that's the Flintstones, Maggie. Oh, that's right. Excuse me. <laughs> Logic, um, rock lobster. It wasn't a rock. Wait, yes, it was. Never mind. It was absolutely uh, a rock. It might not have been a lobster. Mm, I forgot. Uh, there's a bit where Wes gets thrown into some fish. Yeah, he sure does. That's all. Just gets thrown yeah. off the, the trolley into some fish. Make me happy. Mm-hmm. I just, Zandy gets so just like, I don't want to deal with this guy right now. So he just throws him at some fish. Yeah, like, if it, if it was Rush or Bennett, he would always, like, try to reason with them. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I'm I must not, save the people. I'm not trying to hurt anyone. But it's, uh, with West, it's just like, get out of here, kid. You bother me. <laughs> get out of here. Go sit in these fish. <laughs> I didn't have time that- to explain anything to you he's doing that comedy thing where he he puts his hand on his forehead so he can't run mm-hmm. you yeah. know what i'm talking about like you extend your yeah. arm full out and <laughs> oh and he's got the yeah. extendo arm so like yeah, it so makes him look like he's running backwards away. yeah 
His go-go gadget arms. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this episode ends with a dramatic chase on the Golden Gate Bridge, and, like, Be- Bennett's got the best, like, don't fall, don't fall, oh gosh, don't fall, run. Mm-hmm. This no, was and- a really stupid thing to do. I didn't realize either that that's where the title of the episode came from. Until Yeah, uh, me neither. No, I didn't either until I was, like, I was oh, doing the summary. It's like, oh, oh, they're on the, on the why? Okay, mm-hmm. I get it now. They were trying to capitalize off the success of that uh, HBO show everyone knows about. Mm-hmm. Hey, you guys heard about The Wire? It's a really good show. You mm-hmm. should watch it. Yeah, it's, it's completely changed my mind, man. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, ba, ba, ba. Oh, this ends with... Uh, sense with uh casey going you'll be able to see me anytime not on the mm-hmm. news we won't no he's writing for a newspaper mm-hmm. and not in any other episodes of the show nope no there's only three left i think after this god is that right well i mean not for us because they jumped around a little bit. that's sure but i think this was number nine of 12 i think mm-hmm. so that's weird so, that's not yeah, how yeah. animated shows usually work yeah no yeah i know the show got to it, it didn't get through two 13 episode seasons, but it ended up working out that way. It was like 14 and 12 or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, normally Saturday morning shows are one five episode season and then season two is like 300. Yeah. Well, that's that's when it goes to daily. Yeah, true, true. Yeah. So they have enough for uh, after school. Right. So you get, I think, 65 or something like that. No, Batman Beyond was the same way. They had 13 and then they had 26 and then they yeah. had 13 or something like that. Anywho, they were also in that uh, weird like to like Saturday morning schedule though. Yeah, like the the kids WB thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These guys are too, but hmm. I think this might be the last kids WB show because I'm pretty sure it is Justice now. League was on. Yeah, Justice League well, was Cartoon yeah. Network because I yeah, never right, saw right, it because right. I never had cable. So yeah, 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 and it was on like Saturday nights or something. Yeah, it was weird. Like we had to watch it on. Uh, like that was one we got, but like it was on YTV at like ten o'clock at night on Saturday or something. Like I'd watch it when I got off work. We were we were getting into DVR times then, so mm. I was able to record it and watch it. But yeah, otherwise it was on like I, I think it was Saturdays at like eight o'clock p.m., which is weird for a kids' cartoon. That is kind of, that is weird, but also at the time I was like, oh, it's a this is a real cartoon for grownups. Mm-hmm. But not Shut so up, much for man. grownups. Not so much for grownups that it's an Adult Swim. It's yeah. like the sort of well, Adult Swim was a thing yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, two thousand two. Yes, it was. Yeah, it, really? yeah, it was. I was yeah. definitely watching uh, like Space Ghost and Sea uh, Lab pirated off of Napster at that point. Yep. No, uh, <laughs> a bunch of those... Napster. Did it say it was made by Weird Al? Uh-huh. Yeah, it sure did. <laughs> a bunch of those premiered like right after nine eleven. Like they they are early twenty or mm-hmm. early two thousand two. Like like that was the period. I remember that because I happened upon a couple of them accidentally. I'm like, well, this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Came home from my night job at like 11 o'clock at night and saw knifing around. I'm like, this is this is this the, most is the amazing funniest thing, thing that's ever, ever happened. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else? I think that's everything I got here. Flunk anything? Let me oh, West falls down. West falls down. West falls down. Yeah, I think I caught everything. All right. Well, that's it for this time. Yeah. Plunk, you got anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah, why not? Um, I have a show with my brother where we talk about remakes, reboots, all mm-hmm. the different ways stories can be told in multiple ways. Um, we are uh, currently going through the uh, Super Mario Brothers movie. Um, yep. 
And uh, Maggie is actually going to be on relatively soon um, yes. to talk video games, which will be fun. Mm-hmm. Is that something you know it. about? Uh, a little bit. I, w- I, w- I would say it's the only thing I know about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do like, Flunk, this is the third or fourth time you've promoted that show since, you know, since it started. And each time you get a little better at it. Like you, you, you've got the sales pitch completely mm. memorized now. You're not like, wait. Well, I started. told stories. I started repeating what Brian says. <laughs> Yeah, mm. the, the ultimate well, salesman. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Okay, well, uh, like I mentioned before, this show is going to be over soon. So if you want to write to us when we do our between seasons thing, it is Kids Please Love Batman do. podcast at Gmail. Mm-hmm. Um, we would love to hear from you. Uh, the website is kidslovebatman.com. Uh, oh, next week uh, we yes. have episodes. I have no idea what either of these are about. Cabin Pressure and The River Rising. So who, who the hell knows? But I think Michelle is going to be joining uh, us. So. Hopefully another ocean episode. Well, I, rivers are not oceans, Maggie. I don't know if you know this. They're a part of oceans. They They're like the ocean's be. hair. Okay. <laughs> that checks out. <laughs> what? Yep. I don't see any problems there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look if if beaming down to the planet is downstairs, you gotta you gotta switch to Maggie logic. Here. Yeah, yeah, you know, it makes Mag- sense. I'm I not crazy. Them. You're crazy. Mm. We've all just bought into your crazy because it's charming. Is the I'm, thing. <laughs> wow. But it is crazy. Uh-huh. We love you, and it's charming. But you're fucking crazy. I f- fair. I had to go take my pills for it right now. <sighs> All right, uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's all for the oh Twitter. Uh, oh, Algar, yeah. uh, that Maggie robots. God knows if Twitter yeah. will still be around next yeah. week. Yeah, who knows? Technically a flunk too, but yeah, good mm-hmm. luck. See him find me there. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, and that's all for this time. Yeah, see you, folks. Twala. For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com slash Algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Copyright 2023, Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.